Welcome to Valkyrie Garage, celebrating female strength. Welcome to the Valkyrie Garage. My name is Erin. I am a leader. I'm a busy mom. And I'm strong AF because moving heavy things in community makes me feel so much joy. So the Valkyrie Garage is a place to catch some of that joy from other women who are also out there being strong in their own ways. And it's my hope that this will be a place for you to explore and celebrate your strengths. Hey, Liv. Yeah, Mom? You're never going to believe who I got to come hang out in the Valkyrie Garage. Who? Emily Stanwick. Do you know who that is? No, who? She's amazing. Okay, check it out. She is a coach at Deuce Gym in LA, which is pretty much the top CrossFit gym in the world. And it's definitely the top incubator for coaches in the entire world. That's so cool. She's also a doula, meaning she helps people have babies. And she's a life coach, meaning she helps people live their best lives. And this is going to blow your mind. She's a strong woman. She won California's Strongest Woman. Wow. Yeah. She sounds badass. She is so badass. And she's also a super generous person. When I didn't have any clue how to train for strongman, she totally hooked me up, even though I was a rando who she didn't even know. So if you don't know Emily, it's your lucky day, because guess what? What? You're about to meet her. Really? Here we go. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, check it out. Here we go. Um, I'm so happy to be on this. Thanks for having me. Um, so a little bit about me. Um, I am a mom and a wife and a coach. That's like awesome. the big, that's like the big trio yes. right there. Um, so I gave birth to my son in, uh, June of last year. So he's nine and a half months old and, um, it was amazing. So I've been a mom for nine and a half months, which is pretty cool. Although I felt like a mom while I was pregnant too. Hmm. Um, but obviously this is more real on the outside. Um, and yeah, it's been an incredible journey, which I'm sure we'll get into a little bit more. Um, yeah. And then I'm a wife. I'm married to an awesome man. And uh we are just doing this co-parenting thing together. Really, it's like been super, super fun. Um, and then I'm a coach too. So I am a BirthFit regional director, BirthFit coach, and taught the BirthFit coach seminars for a little bit. I, I took this year off because of the baby. Um, and uh, can you hear me still? Yep. You sound okay, cool. perfect. Yeah. Okay, good. Um, and... I also coach at Deuce Gym in Venice. So I coach um, strength and conditioning, CrossFit, and Strongman. Yay! Yay! And then I also am a coach for, like, I'm a life coach as well. So I coach primarily um, parents and couples through their parenthood transition. And what that really entails, and which speaks more to my mission, is, like, empowering people to have honestly like this sounds so funny like live their best life um but really like dig deep into what's what's going on in their life like um 
things that may be upsetting them or aren't working well and trying to navigate through that so that they come out on the other side with, with tools to help them um, face whatever's next in their life. And right now I'm working with parents. So facing birth, facing, you know, the postpartum period, whatever it may be in the, in the most stress-free way. Wow. That is so powerful. I so wish I had had you when I was uh, postpartum. (laughs) Well, pregnancy and birth and postpartum. I think it would have been such a game changer. It was a very dark, like, passage for me. And I'm sure you hear that a lot. But there had been sort of a wise, like, mentor there to kind of coach me through it. I honestly think it would have made a quantum difference. It's incredible. Like, I feel really fortunate with all the stuff I've learned through BirthFit um, and my time in spiritual psychology. Um, in my course, which I'm sure we'll talk a little bit more about too, um, to really like when I talk with some people and to me, it's like obvious. And when I share, you know, uh, a bit of advice or something that they can learn from, it's kind of mind blowing to people. And I'm like, wow. Yeah. Okay. I really need to share this with everybody. Yeah. Um, yeah, because it's it it can be such a difficult time. Like the pregnancy, the birth and the postpartum period can be really challenging. Yeah. What do you think is going on there that makes it so hard for us to like kind of evolve into the next version during those moments? Yeah. I think, um, you know, I think it, there's so many answers to that question and it really comes down to, you know, how conscious were you of the whole process from inception to birth to the postpartum period? And I don't mean to be like um, putting people down by that because like in America, it's like get married, have a baby. Everyone's happy. Yeah, we don't get tools. We don't get the tools. So your conception may have been like agreed upon by you and your husband but that doesn't mean it was necessarily this like very, very thought out process. So from there, you're potentially setting the whole pregnancy and post and birth and postpartum period to be less in your control than it could be. Mm. Then you take other factors into play, like your support system, you know, whether that's a partner or maybe if you're doing it on your own friends or your um, care provider, family, you know, whoever may be on your team, like, how are they influencing you? Are people just like, oh, you're going to be fine, bounce right back? Or are they really actually supporting you to let you rest and to let you recover and let you heal? Um, You know, and and then the birth. Did you have a birth trauma? Was any part of your birth a choice of yours? Or was your birth... um, just the doctor told me that we're going to do this. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, there's, there's lots of factors. And then like the outcome of the birth, was it what you wanted? You know, yeah. did something traumatic happen? Um, or was it the most beautiful experience you can imagine? And all these things set us up for a postpartum period. That's either, you know, manageable yeah or not um so 
giving people the tools to at least have awareness as to what's going on in their mind is really, really super important. Yeah. That's so powerful. Yeah. So how did you start this whole journey of working with dues and then getting involved with birthment? That is a great question. Um, so I found Logan, <laughs> a funny uh-huh. way of putting it. I met him <laughs> in college. Uh, he and I both went to USD and we were both um, athletes there. So we became Facebook friends, you know, like everyone did back then. And um, I was still in college. He was a few years older than I am. And when I moved back to LA after college, I started seeing all of his stuff online about CrossFit. He was at CrossFit LA at the time and competing in the CrossFit games. And I was like, what is this? I mean, I'd heard about CrossFit. I had done it a little bit in college. Um, But I was like, what are you doing? Like, I kind of want to be a part of this. He's like, (laughs) come to Santa Monica because I lived in Pasadena come to Santa Monica and be an intern at CrossFit LA and I was like what is I don't even know what being an intern at a gym means but let's do it so from there uh I just started I just learned about CrossFit and I was doing it all the time and then a couple years later he left and opened Deuce and I just followed because I was like I want to coach I want to coach with you um so that's how I got seduced. Wow. In the meantime, Lindsay, uh, who started BirthFit, was obviously coaching with us and doing her thing. And she would, co- you know, I'd see her in class and I would hear her and she'd say things like, oh, like, bye, I'm going to go train some pregnant women. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> I want to do that. I've always been like super fascinated with pregnancy and birth and babies, like obsessed Ever since wow. I was a kid. Yeah. And um, so I just started following her around and listening to her and asking her questions like, what are you doing? Can I do this? I want to be a part of this. Like, how do I start to train pregnant women? She's like, well, let me just give you some clients and like clients who wouldn't normally pay for private training mm-hmm. and you're going to charge them $25 an hour and you're just going to practice and I'll give you all the programming. And I was like, okay, cool. Um, so that's how I started with birth fit and um and it just has totally evolved from there and we started teaching the postpartum classes at deuce and so we had a lot of pregnant women um in our deuce community at the time and so it just worked out perfectly that they all gave birth around the same time so then we had class and that's how Lindsay developed the postpartum series that i was around since the very beginning and and then you know she just took it to the next level and now it's like all over the place yeah um so it's been really fun and to be a part of like and just like enmeshing it with everything I do at Deuce has been super cool that is awesome yeah so you are a super accomplished like athlete strong woman Uh, all the things so how did you get to being so strong like what was your journey from you know wherever you started to being such a strong athlete and and a hashtag strong woman yeah um that is a great question okay so I've always been into sports since I was little I started soccer when I was like four years old and I I was always on a team until after my sophomore year of college every year I was on a team um 
And when I was in high school, like, I have this memory of just, like, not being pushed very hard. Like, I wish I had had one coach who was kind of just with me from the beginning, but I wasn't really committed to one sport either. I did lots of sports when I was a kid. So it was hard for me to find something that was like my thing Um, Mm -hmm. really until I found volleyball and volleyball was like my favorite sport. I had so much fun, but I got good, like a little too late. (laughs) I mean that like, no, like I wasn't good enough to like get into college by my junior year of high school. You know, everyone was like already looking at the new freshman. Um, so I went to uh, a D3 school and got recruited to play volleyball there. Um, and it was awesome. We did like weights, we had like running trials and I like trained super hard before my freshman year of college. And I was super excited. And I ended up quitting the volleyball team because the, I just had a really weird experience. Didn't get along with the volleyball coach. I was like, listen, I don't even like this school. It wasn't USD. I was like, I don't even like the school. I'm leaving. So then I go to USD, but I had had this really good experience in the weight room. Like I liked it. Huh. Like I, I loved being coached in the weight room in my volleyball experience, my like literally two week volleyball experience. <laughs> um, so I hung out in the weight room a lot that freshman year. When I went to USD, um, which is a much better school, much better facility. I, uh, I had a lot of people told me like, oh, crew is really big there. They're going to they're going to try to recruit you. I was like, uh, I wake up at like nine o'clock. I'm not, I'm not going to be on the crew team. Um, so sure enough, I literally walked on campus the first week of school. We had like a club fair and the crew table was the first thing. And they like, were just on me. They're like, Hey, yeah. are you a volleyball player? Are you on the volleyball team? I was like, no. They're like, are you on the basketball team? I was like, no. They're like, Great you're going to be on the crew team now and we'll see you at practice tomorrow. I was like, Oh no, no, no. Like I don't wake up early. That's not happening. (laughs) And sure enough, like three weeks of harassing, I finally show up to practice at 5am, like so pissed, but, but kind of excited. Yeah. Um, and that is where my, like, I was really, I saw and I met my athletic potential at the time. I was pushed harder than I'd ever been pushed in my entire life. Like we lifted twice a week. We had double days, like three times a week. It was so intense. Um, Wow. Yeah, it was amazing. And like, thank God I did it because that's how I met all my friends at USD. And being a transfer student, it's a little bit harder to make friends. Um, So it was such an incredible experience. And, you know, maybe potentially regret not staying on the team, but my grades really suffered. So, um, I quit after my sophomore year because, but I, I was like, no, you're going to finish this year. You're going to, you know, you're not going to quit mid season. Um, but I was like, okay, my parents are paying for a college or not playing for paying for me to be on a team. So I should probably focus on school here. Well, sure enough, the gym at USD, they turned into a CrossFit gym. Uh, it was it was an affiliate because the head trainer at USD was one of the original like, CrossFit trainers, L1 staff. So I got exposed to CrossFit and the CrossFit like training really early. It was like 2008. Ooh, yeah. And you know we were doing like hang power cleans and deadlifts and like you know I thought just thought it was weight room stuff. Um, then I meet Logan, 
find out he's doing CrossFit. And I was like, oh, like, what is this thing? It sounds pretty cool. I want to get involved. So then I did. And, and I really started to have fun again. Like I felt like I was on a team going to class and I, I started to get strong. And I remember the first day I was like front squatting 85 pounds. And I was like, oh my God, this is so heavy. I'm so strong. (laughs) And, um, and it just really took off from there. And I didn't really like max out, like to my knowledge, like I don't really have, didn't have any numbers that I remembered, maybe except for my clean. Like I remember doing a one rep max clean. I got like 145 and I was like, oh, nice. that's pretty good. Like having no real like lifting, like training up and except for like that one first year of CrossFit. Wow. Um, when we went to Deuce, Logan started our strongman program. And, um, I didn't do the first offering because I couldn't afford it. It was like, you know, something that I just wasn't ready to pay for yet. I didn't really know much about it. And then he texted me that the next time it came around, he's like, Hey, do you want to take this class for free? And I was like, hell yeah. And good strategy on Logan because I think, he knew. you know, if I get Emily to do it, she wants to be a coach here. Maybe she'll get other people to do it. Sure enough. That's exactly what happened. But I took the class and um, what was so interesting was like, you, okay, so in the beginning of the eight-week class, you do a baseline, 60-second stone-to-shoulder test. So I got eight. At, okay. At what weight? 95 pounds. Okay. And then at, on the very last day, you retest it. But in the middle of the class, like four weeks in, you, we did a little stone-to-shoulder test where it was like 30 seconds, three by 30 seconds at the mm-hmm. same weight and I each set of 30 seconds I got eight reps and I was like whoa I was like oh I think there's something to this strongman stuff and then by the end of the class I got 16 reps awesome. and then a couple months later I got 19 reps and I was like okay this is cool wow and then yeah. I retested my 500 meter row because I was a rower uh-huh. And I like smashed my PR and I was like, all right, what is happening? Like eight weeks of just odd object training. And all of a sudden I am like catapulting all my old lifts and like PRing my row. I haven't even been rowing. Like, this is awesome. Dang. And um, from there I was like, maybe I could compete. And to me, it was just fun. I had done, you know, like local CrossFit competition. It was like nothing serious. I'm way too tall to be a cross competitive CrossFit. Yeah. It's laughable. Um, and I said, well, maybe I can do strongman. So I signed up for my first competition, which was, I think, August of 2015. Um, yeah. August of 2015. And it was a really humbling experience because I totally failed the first two events. Um, But I crushed the final two events and one of them was a stone load event. And I got a 230 pound stone and. Whoa. From the floor. Yeah. From the floor. Like off the ground. Mm -hmm. Wow. And I was like, Oh, this is cool. That's amazing. What were the events you zeroed in? Do you remember? Yes. The the first event was um, a pressing medley, and I failed uh-huh. because I was such a freaking idiot. 
um, the log press was 125 pounds. So I spent weeks and weeks training to get that. Uh Got it in my training. I was like, cool, no problem. Well, it turns out I was training with a women's log, which is narrow. So then when I got to the event, I was like, oh, my God, Emily, you're such an idiot. Of course, they're not going to have a women's log at this goddamn event. <laughs> like, so my, 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 like, center of mass was just so off. I wasn't used to the wide log. Right. So lesson learned. Don't ever train with the freaking women's log. Literally, that doesn't <laughs> exist in strongman. Oh, so painful. I know. And then the second one I zeroed in was a car deadlift. I had just never done it before, and I, right. I didn't really know how to do it, and it was just bad. I couldn't even get it a millimeter off the ground. It was so funny. Um, but the stone one, I can't remember the other one I did well in. I think it was like a – oh, it was like a tire flip one, which is nice. up my alley. Um, but, yeah, okay, so I was like, okay, this competition's cool. I had fun, and I think, like, now I know how to train better for this, so let's do another one. And so then I signed up for the California Strongest Woman, which was in, like, March of 2016, and which you just did. Yeah. Oh, my God. I can't wait to hear about that. Yes, um, yes. So I – what was interesting about the California Strongest Woman was that there was a middle weight class. The previous event I did didn't have – it was just lightweight, heavyweight. So I was happy yeah. for that one. And for California Strongest Woman, I was like, I think I can do middleweight. It was 180 or below, and I weighed, like, 195. I was like, I think I can lose 15 pounds and, like, do middleweight and, like, win. Um, but I didn't really tell anybody that my goal was to win because I was just really <laughs> focused on having fun and training. And I was, like, I was just super excited. And I started training for the events as they came out, and I was like, crushing it like no problem with anything like and I was like oh I, wow. this is gonna be like easy maybe I'm just really optimistic but I think this is gonna be pretty easy so we get to the event I had lost I was so terrified of not making weight I was like spitting in a cup on the drive up to Santa Cruz <laughs> <laughs> um, but we get up to Santa Cruz made weight like event number one, first place, event number two, first place, event number three, tied for first place, event number four, I think I tied for first place, event number four too. And um, it was so much fun. It was so much fun. Um, and at the very end, I thought I won. And I like go back to my car. I like was 100% sure that I won. Take my all my uh, shoes off, my belts off, everything, like put it in the car, come back, like ready to get my trophy. And the rep uh-huh. comes up to me and she's like, it's a, it is a dead even tie. And I was like, what? <sighs> and she's like, yeah, you have to do a tiebreaker. Um, and this is, wow. this is just a funny story, but so I'm in my flip flops <laughs> and I was like, oh. I was like, well, can I do the event in flip flops? I really don't feel like walking all the way to my car right now. She's like, yeah, you can do your event in flip flops if you want. I was like, okay, great, thanks. So basically, all it was was I was standing 
face to face with the other girl and we held a 26 pound kettlebell in our hands, straight arms, parallel, like, or, you know, straight out, straight out in front of us. Whoa. Drop our arms. Well, the first person who dropped their arms lost. So it was just like, you know, sudden death type of thing. Yeah. She's wearing her belts, her like wraps, her lifters are still on. And I'm like in my flip flops, no belts, nothing. And I'm just looking her in the eye and I'm like, I'm not, I'm not dropping my arms. And so (laughs) she dropped for, I ended up winning. It was super awesome. That is an amazing story. Yeah. That is so cool. So, yeah. Wow. And then what I didn't know was that event was a nationals qualifier. I just was going to have fun, like win 500 bucks. And they're like, you qualified for nationals. And I was like, whoa, what? <laughs> so did you go? I did. Yeah. And how was that? Me and two other guys from our gym all qualified for nationals in local events. So we went to Iowa for Strongman Corporation Nationals. Whoa, that must have been wild. Yeah. Iowa is interesting, um, but the strongman scene is is super wild. Like I was, we were all the skinniest people there by far. Yeah, for sure. It was hilarious. Uh, for nationals sure. was extremely heavy. Like I, I prepared as best as I could, but like I was that I was a little out of my league there. But it was super fun. How cool! Yeah. So it just kind of happened because I was like enjoying it. I didn't set out to compete in strongman you know and I having been out of it for a little while I'm not like anywhere near my old strength but at the same time like it definitely carries over to just functional movement and strength so it's it is such a good like skill and tool to have in your back pocket yeah absolutely do you still do it or are you mostly focused on I haven't really been lifting much since um I gave birth to my son only because when I was pregnant, my back was just tightness is an, mm. I mean, it was extreme, extreme yeah. tightness. So I've just been kind of like relaxing my back, but I'm starting to teach our strongman class at Deuce in two weeks, two or three weeks. So yes, I am starting to at least teach it and get back into it. That is so cool. I wish I was in LA and I could take your class. I would be at like student number one in the front row. Yeah, it's really fun. It's an it's that eight week long strongman course that I was that okay. originally took um, that I was teaching before I got pregnant for like two and a half years. So now I'm, I'm coming back. Oh, that's going to be so cool. Yeah, it's really fun. So when you are coaching women, like be it at Deuce in the strongman class or just regular CrossFit or even when you're doing birth fit coaching, like you're definitely taking women through these discoveries of like new sides of themselves. So I'm curious, what do you, what do you wish women knew about themselves or, um, you know, you can see things as the coach that we can't see ourselves. So what do you, what do you see as a theme that like, you know, we, we should know that we're not thinking about. Um, there's a great quote that I can't remember who said it. Someone famous. And it was like, it goes, think you can or think you can't. Either way, you're right. Okay. So it's like, if you think you can't, you're, if you think you can't do something, you're, that's probably, that's true. If you think yeah. you can do something that's also true or can be true 
you know so if women just believed in themselves Mm -hmm. like how great would our world be you know wow oh yeah because like I remember when we were driving up to California's Strongest Woman Michael my husband was like so what's your goal with this competition because my last competition I obviously you know kind of failed it I was like oh I'm gonna win and he started laughing he's like oh I didn't know like you were gonna win like that was your goal here I was like uh yeah I've been training to win he's like oh well just you know based on the last one I just wasn't really sure I was like oh yeah yeah no 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 that one was very different I'm winning this one and so I really like I was just like yeah I'm gonna win wow and so I really you know and I've had that mentality really I think since I was on the crew team and like I was pushed and I really was like oh wow I can do this um I think if more women had that like belief in their strength and like a can do attitude. Yeah. Um, well, at least that's what I try to show women when I cook. Yeah. Like maybe you can't do the same exact weight as I can. Like who cares? Yeah. But you can do something you thought maybe you couldn't do. Oh, that's so good. So who do you look up to? Like who are your mentors and your guides who kind of show you the way and light the path for you um you know okay so first of all my husband for sure he's like a teacher of mine um which is pretty awesome like we we can turn the like coach hats on and off like we're not in like coach mode all the time we're definitely like just in a relationship most of the time but when you know I need advice or I need some guidance like I go to him first like he's so smart and so um wise and I like it's so nice so nice to have um you know and then all of my coaches I think I'm really lucky to be in a bubble of like really um what's the word I'm looking for like high performing people um it's very motivating and it can be you know at times a little intimidating because I'm like, geez, like, what am I doing? You know, then I, I really like reflect on my life and I'm wow. Like, I'm just like, wow, okay. I am doing a lot. Um, yeah. You know, and then my mom, my dad, like, and then all the moms who I know, like I, I get a lot from parents who I've met and obviously my parents too. And just like, and, you know, take bits and pieces of, other people into my life um, that's so cool yeah so speaking of Michael yeah how do you like how do you find a partner who celebrates your strength and who lifts you up and makes you better um that's an amazing question and um well we met at the gym we met at CrossFit LA so okay if you're a strong woman find a man at a gym <laughs> Although I literally shouldn't be giving any dating advice because I was on all the dating apps, which literally produced nothing good. Um, okay, now, but key question, was your profile pic of you doing a stone over bar? Because I feel like that's a prerequisite. I had, a I, had barbe- I had a barbell picture in there. Okay. So, yeah. Um, but no, I think finding 
a man who celebrates your strength is is honestly like finding someone who you don't need to like prove yourself to yeah you know like you shouldn't have to be like impressing someone so finding someone who you can just be yourself with and if they don't approve of like what you do in the gym or that you're really super strong like they're obviously not going to be the person that you should hang out with yeah right absolutely um you know i'm really fortunate that like i didn't really have any friends outside of the gym so it was and and while i wasn't really looking for a relationship when he and i started dating it was so easy we we had been friends three years before we started dating but it was so nice because um we were just in that world together so it wasn't like weird was oh, we had perfect. to exp- I had to explain to him he was just he just knew about it and thought and and being a woman in a in a gym was just normal to him wow um so I don't know how you find someone if you're like in the, a strength in the strength world and you're a woman like honestly I think you kind of need someone who's in the strength world too if, if not in competition obviously just for like a hobby for fun someone who gets yeah yeah, that makes perfect or sense. Or at least who does fitness. Maybe not the same thing that you do, but maybe is, like, passionate about their fitness, whatever it may be, and gets that you're passionate about your fitness. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, but you definitely need you definitely need someone who's, like, on that level with you, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I think that can be challenging. So uh, what I really want to know, because you and I have in common that we have extremely long levers. I'm six yes. one and a quarter inch, and you're what? How tall are you? I'm six one. Okay, so yeah. like, um, I always want to know what's in people's gym bags. So I want to know what's in your gym bag, or and or your doula kit. Like, kind of what is your go to gear? But specifically, I want to know like where you find clothes. Okay, uh, I do not have a gym bag. Okay, legitimately, I am team no belt. And no wraps. And no wraps. Okay. okay. But that is because I'm not in competition training mode. If I were in competition training mode, it would be a belt. It would be uh, elbow sleeves. I don't do knee sleeves. I've never done knee sleeves. It would be elbow sleeves and it would be wrist straps and straps. Um, I wear Converse. I, I wear Vans or Converse. Yeah, you always wear Converse. What's what? Like for everything, first, yeah. like do you ever wear lifters for squats or anything? No, I'm okay. super hyper mobile, so like I don't really need lifters. Okay, I haven't worn lifters. I mean, I I did like a one rep max snatch in Converse. That's so badass. Yeah, I haven't worn lifters in so long. Um, and right now, seriously, I don't train with anything. No belt, nothing. Being postpartum, I'm trying to like really be gentle with my core and strengthen mm-hmm. it slowly um so like belts are out um, yeah and my doula bag I'm so bad at that too I'm like a last minute packer I really <laughs> I really am <laughs> the last time I went to a birth I brought my breast pump and yep. I literally bought, brought one apple. And I was like, oh, my God, Emily, you're so bad at planning. <laughs> I didn't have any snacks. and But hospitals, they have, like, Starbucks. So I got food there. But um, 
someone asked me like, what did you do with the breast milk when you pumped? I was like, oh, I drank it. I was super hungry. And they're like, oh, okay. (laughs) I mean, it tastes good and it's got calories. So I just drank it. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Did you just drink it out of like the little cups from the breast pump? Yeah. Like not even trying to like put it in a mug or. No, no. I just drank it. I like had to go. I was like, okay, just chugging this. That's awesome. So funny. So oh. where do you shop for clothes? Like, how are you, um, you know, how do you find cute workout clothes that accommodate your long levers? Okay. So I used to work at Lululemon. So, <sighs> yeah. So you get a pretty sweet discount when you work at Lulu. Nice. Yeah. So I have... I am like still in the process of giving away clothes because I had so many <laughs> from the days that I worked there. Um, so Lulu, Lulu is number one, but only because I have so much. But I really love Strike Movement and like Deuce, we co-brand with them. Um, their spandex is great. I actually don't, I don't have any pants though, but I have the spandex. Okay. Um, and... I just got a rec- I recently got a pair of pants from Athleta. Those are great. Oh yes. They have super long. Yeah. Um honestly, like I don't really buy workout clothes. I I buy like men's t-shirts and I cut the sleeves off and I just wear crops or shorts. But Lulu makes good long pants. They're expensive, but they last forever. Yeah. Yeah, they do last forever. Yeah. So what about music? Like, do you listen to music when you're training or when you're attending a birth? Um, when I'm attending a birth, the only music that plays is if the mom wants any music on. So I don't really have a say in that. Um, <laughs> you're yeah, just like, I don't care what you want. There. I'm playing Zeppelin right now. Yeah. Um, I do listen to music when I train. I generally go for the, like, hardcore rap music. I like 90s rap a lot. Okay. Snoop Dogg. Mm -hmm. You know, that whole that whole thing. Um, but I I I switch it up. Listen to, you know, Rage Against the Machine, that's good. Yeah. Um, sometimes I listen to Sublime when I work out. I've been known to hit that as well. I love listening to Sublime and Reggae when I work out sometimes. Yeah, especially because you can work out outdoors. Yeah, when it's sunny outside and it's feeling like summertime, it's perfect training music. I love it. Yeah. But yeah, you got to have music on. Okay. Sometimes when I'm teaching class, though, I like, like yesterday, I didn't turn the music on. No one said anything. They all noticed, but it was nice to have like deadlift session with no music. Sometimes I'll do that. Mm. Um, But when I'm working out, yeah, I play music. I love it. Okay. So what's your next big goal? Your next challenge? Oh, my next big goal is really to um, grow my life coaching practice. Working with couples, preconception, in pregnancy, labor and delivery support, and or postpartum um, in whatever capacity they need. So like, the couples who I'm working with now, I have one couple who's preconception and, you know, we're really working on any of the anxieties or fears that come up around getting pregnant or being a parent or just like shit at work. Um, so that when they try to conceive, like 
they're not anxious or stressed out. Um, that is an ideal time to start hmm. together. But, you know, in pregnancy, it's like prepping, prepping for birth, prepping for the unknown. Like, how how are you going to be when you bring this baby into the world as a parent? Like, what does that look like? Um, you know, and if they're postpartum, I don't have any postpartum clients right now, but it's like, how are you handling parenting? I'm not an expert on parenting by any means, but I have a lot of tools to manage, you know, manage upsets really. Wow. I, I know so many people who are just so stressed out. They're just so mad and so angry at their kids, but not like, cause they love their kids. And it's like, it's just a constant, constant stress on their life. Um, yeah. And then also things that surface in the first maybe year of the baby's life where the parents are discovering these things about each other, because something about the baby, you know, catalyzes all these conversations that like you never had as a couple before there was this friction introduced. And then all this stuff surfaces where it's like, whoa, I never knew you this or like, Hey, I didn't sign up for that. Um, yeah. Is that part of how you help people navigate? Yeah. It's like having the conversations before the shit hits the fan. Ooh, that's so good. You know, and so that at least, you know, you've talked about it and you've talked about all possible outcomes. That's awesome. It is super awesome. Uh, Like Michael and I, I mean, exhausted all of the things that we could think of that we could think of, you know, it's like not everything. Yeah. Um, But we're like, if there was something I thought of like, Oh my God, we haven't talked about this. Like, Oh, we haven't talked about circumcision. Like, where are we at with that? You know, so that you don't wait till the baby's born and you're like, what are we going to do? Right. And then everyone comes into it with all their baggage of like, well, in my family, we this and all these yeah. meanings and you, are attached you're to, able to like stand strong in your decision. Oh, that's awesome. Okay. So where can people find you, follow you, like become your students, become your clients, all that. Okay. So you can find me on Instagram at embo_slice underscore. I'm toying around with changing my Instagram handle, but I don't know what it should be yet. I'm getting feedback that it needs to be more professional. But for now, that's what it is. Embooklice okay. underscore. Although Perfect. I kind of like it. Um, I do too. And my email. I'll just do that. It's just emily at birthfit.com. Okay. Um, if anyone wants to work with me, that would be the best way to get a hold of me. Um, and I'm starting to make a website tonight yeah so that'll be emilystanwick.com okay perfect yeah and if anybody hears this um you know with the probably one week that there'll be remaining to sign up for your strongman class yes maybe they can do that too which would be such an amazing opportunity if anybody's in the la area you're in la it's so much fun we're teaching it so i'm teaching our noon class Mondays and Wednesdays, and then another amazing strong woman is teaching our 6.30 p.m. class. So there's two options. I feel like I need to make a pilgrimage down there just to do a drop-in okay. with you guys. Having, also, I will share, we're having a women's only strongman day, Saturday, April 20th, next Saturday. Oh, that sounds so awesome. For the strong or just the strong curious? Yeah. I mean, most of the people who sign up, are not deuce members which is very exciting um so anyone can do it 
awesome. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming to the Valkyrie Garage and sharing all about your strength with us. You're so awesome. Thank you so much for having me. This was really cool. Thanks for listening. You can hear more of Emily over at the Birth Fit Podcast and follow her work on the gram at Slice underscore. If I'd had access to Emily's work when I became a mom, it would have been such a game changer and opened up so much potential. Um, But I'm grateful to have had access to her um, through strength. So thank you, Emily. Thanks for listening, guys. Bye.